Well, hello there, my dear friends. Welcome back to the Luxury Short-Term Rental Doctor podcast. I am super excited, my dear friends, and you might want to grab a seat for this one because today we are stepping outside of the norm. We're going to be venturing into a world that is extra juicy and extra special. You know there's no gatekeeping with me. So today I have someone who's extra special who has really transformed the way that we think about online marketing, online education, the digital marketing space, as well as entrepreneurship entrepreneurship. I think that's how it's told it's pronounced, but none other than the amazing Amy Porterfield, founder, New York Times bestselling author of her new book, Two Weeks Notice. And you might recognize her voice, which is her soothing voice on her top ranked podcast, Online Marketing Made Easy. Through her renowned courses, her best-selling book and her engaging podcast, Amy has not only been a beacon of hope and knowledge to all of us who are busy professionals, but she's been a life changer and she has impacted over 40,000 students who have taken her digital courses. Now, the numbers are staggering for the 40,000 students, but we're talking about $80 million in business revenue absolutely amazing. I can't wait to allow you to take a sneak peek and listen in as I interview Amy. And so stay tuned. This is going to be a roller coaster ride. Amy, your transition from working with Tony Robbins to empowering over 40,000 students to create their own digital courses is nothing short of amazing. I'm so proud to say that I'm one of those students as well. But it's such a bold move because you were able to step out from what anyone would see from the outside looking in as a dream job, a dream role. But you went into entrepreneurship. You were able to impact a lot of lives and generate quite a lot of revenue to the tune of about 80 million or so in, in your entrepreneurship journey. Could you tell us what drove you to make uh, such an inspiring leap from uh, working with Tony Robbins into your own, to do your own thing. Yeah. So I always thought I'd be a corporate girl. I was really good about climbing that corporate ladder and I liked a regular paycheck and benefits and all the security that came with it. But what happened was I was in that job with Tony for almost seven years and he talks about entrepreneurship and teaches about it a lot. And I was surrounded by a lot of people that were building their businesses. And what I realized is that they were calling the shots. They were working when they wanted, how they wanted, where they wanted. They got to be as creative as they wanted. And they were absolutely making more money than me. And I thought, what am I doing that or what could I do that would allow me to be my own boss? Because the truth was, I wanted freedom more than anything. And I felt it in my bones. And at that point, I thought, I don't even know what I would do that would translate into my own business, but I had to figure it out. And so it was my desire to be my own boss, to make the kind of money that I felt like I could make, and also have a lifestyle that I really enjoyed. And so it took a lot of courage. I didn't have a lot of confidence at the time. I think confidence comes from a proven track record. I had never been my own boss, <laughs> but I knew I had to figure this out because I wanted it bad enough. So with a lot of courage, I thought, I'm going to go out on my own. I'm going to figure this out. It was a rocky road. But like you said, 14 years later, over $80 million in digital course sales, 
I figured a thing or two out in terms of how to make this work. And now I help other people do the same. I love that. And I think what's so relatable is that a lot of us in healthcare, we really have that persona that we've got it made. But according to the American Medical Association, a staggering 62.8% of clinicians are experiencing burnout. And that's so alarming because it really underscores all of the pressure that medical professionals are facing all across the U.S. amid COVID also. And so the landscape is filled with a lot of competing priorities and a lot of admin burdens and time constraints. And so this leads to my second question. I think this is very important to many of our listeners who are grappling from the golden handcuffs, the demanding careers, the feeling of importance, but they kind of feel that itchy feeling like, is there something else out there for me? So my question to you, Amy, is how could a side hustle like a digital course offer kind of a pathway for them to break free and explore new territories and new opportunities? You know, I love that you mentioned those golden handcuffs. And I also love that you mentioned feeling important because Mm -hmm. when I worked, I'm obviously not in the medical field, but when I worked at Tony Robbins, there was a lot of clout that came with that. I was really proud about that. And people were impressed that I got to work at that level with him. And so leaving that behind, my ego took a little bit of a hit because now I, I kind of felt like I was a nobody once I went out on my own and did my own thing. But one of the things that helped me immensely was a side hustle. Before I left my nine to five job for about a year, I worked on what might I create? What might my business be? In the last six months before I left, I started a side hustle. And so many of my students do this with digital courses as well. Like, let me give you an example. One of my students, her name is Nicole, and she is an OBGYN. Nicole Calloway Rankins is her name. And she is thriving in her career and she's got fam she's got kids and a busy busy life but she wanted to make extra revenue but also she wanted to have a little bit of breathing room so that if she wanted to cut down her hours or change her schedule she could and so she decided to create a digital course helping women feel empowered for their birth so all the things leading up to the birth all the things they needed to know that when she was seeing them in her practice They were clueless about, they weren't ready to have a baby and she wanted to help them feel ready. And so she created a course to get these women ready for birth. And she is making $10,000 a month because she put it on automation. So as a busy physician, she didn't have time to live launch and be on TikTok and Instagram and do all the things all day long. She can't do that. And so she automated the process, something I teach in my programs and $10,000 a month with this program. That's life-changing money. And she didn't want to quit her job. She just wanted to supplement it and take her hours down. And so that's what a side hustle can do for you. I have many people in my, my, as my students who have come from the medical profession. There's another one, her name is Shannon, and she works in the ER. And she saw so many parents come into the ER with emergencies that could have been handled at home so that their kids could be protected right from the get-go. It started when her own son was choking at home and she had to do something right away. She couldn't wait for the ambulance to get there to take him to the hospital. So she Mm -hmm. created a course to get her, to get their parents in a place that they could be like the first responders if need be. And so they were, she was able to create this course. Now she's made over (laughs) $850,000 with this digital course. So she's really gone above and beyond. 
she saved over 1,500 babies with her digital course, which is like the most beautiful thing I've heard of. But these are people in the medical profession who have said, I want to do something different, whether it's a side hustle or they want to leave full time. But they were able to take their expertise and turn it into something that would allow them to have more freedom. And I think that's the beautiful thing about digital courses. Oh, I love those examples. And of course, there is expertise within medicine. And one of the things that we go to as healthcare professionals and overachievers, we always think, okay, I need to take another training of some sort to create a course to teach someone yes. about, you know, my expertise. And you're right, Amy, we we have it already, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. It's so true. Let's talk about that really quick. Mm -hmm. A lot of people who are listening right now, two things I want to say. If you're in the medical profession, you don't have to take your expertise and turn that into a digital mm. course. You could do something totally different, which is what you did. <laughs> and you are thriving in your business with digital courses and the way you serve your audience. So mm. it, you don't have to stay in that field if you don't want to, but you do have a wealth of knowledge. And as long as you've gotten results that you could teach other people how to get those results, you don't need more time. You don't need more training. You don't need more certificates. If any industry is well qualified, it is this one that we're talking about. But at the same time, I have many students who have been professionals. This isn't in the medical, but I have a banker. She's a financial, I mean, a corporate banker, and she's made lots of money in that corporate field. But she also had a hobby of being a boudoir photographer. Oh. And so she wanted to change things up. And she created a digital course on boudoir photography and how to do it and how to make a living from it. And it exploded. And it was so different than what her profession was, but it brought her joy. And I think that's important too, doing what you love. And so there's so many opportunities here. I love that, Amy. And I actually want to rewind a little bit because I think that's something that we deal a lot with is the imposter syndrome of, although I know realist, I know the results that I've gotten for myself and I know the results that I've gotten for others, you know, in my community, but that guy who has 20 years of experience shouldn't go back to school to get my MBA to in real estate to perhaps, you know, really put myself in a position where I can help others. Could you speak to that a little bit? Because that's something I really had to get over when I was starting out with you. Yes. Okay. I'm so glad you brought this up. I teach something called the 10% edge, which is when you, let's say, create a digital course and you want to teach somebody how to get results in any area, all you need is a 10% edge. And this is coming from someone who's done this for 14 years and I've seen a lot of success stories. You need to be 10% ahead of those you serve so you can show them the way. Do you need to be light years ahead? Absolutely not. And there is magic in being more relatable. And mm. so if you have gotten success for yourself in any area, but you've also been in the trenches, you've done it, you're not light years ahead of those you serve, they can relate to you. They know you understand them. You've been where they are. And so you don't need to have those shiny degrees or more certifications. You just need to be 10% ahead and say, hey, I've got the roadmap to show you how to get results. Let me show you the way. So a lot of my students are exactly at that 10% making six figures and seven figures with their courses. And I'm going to give you one more example, totally different topic, but I've got topics from every walk of life. But one of my students, Nicole, she had a service-based business. She mm -hmm. actually helped people in their homes 
create gardens. So kitchen gardens with all the herbs and fruits and vegetables. She would go into their homes and she would help them build the gardens. But there's one of her and she's got four kids. She's homeschooling. <laughs> there was just no way that this kind of travel was going to work for her anymore. So she took that roadmap, that knowledge that she had about how to do this, and she put it into a digital course so people could do it on their own. So it's this thought that she broke through that barrier of, yeah, but I do this for them. No one's going to want to do it on their own. Oh, no, millions of people want to do it on their own, and she's made millions of dollars doing it. And so it's just don't have those limiting beliefs thinking what I do won't translate into a course. No one wants to buy it. They want me to do it for them. Not true. I have so much proof that that is not true. Oh, I love that. And then, Amy, could you touch a little bit on, well, there are others who have already created this. Mm, So why should I even think about it? So in my course, I help people validate their course ideas so that we're not creating a course on something that people are not going to buy. And one of the validators I ask my students to research is, are there other digital courses or books or programs or coaching on the topic that you want to create? So if we go back to my student, Nicole, who's the OBGYN, I would ask her, are there other courses that help women prepare for birth? And she'd look around and she said, yeah, there's books on it. There's podcasts about it. There's live workshops about it. Great. It's a great validator if people are already making money in this area so that you too can do the same. But there's this mindset shift that if you want to win in this game, you've got to change your mindset. And that is, You have to believe there's enough room for you. There's enough room for you. That means that there is nobody out there, like let's take Nicole, there's no one out there with her background, her kind of experience, her home life that she can share her own experiences and her way of teaching and personality. No one else has that blueprint except Mm. Nicole. So there's people that are going to want to learn from Nicole versus learning from somebody else. Here's proof. I've got a student. This is so silly because it seems so simple. We call her Sarah Sourdough because she teaches people (laughs) in her digital course how to make sourdough bread, how to make the sourdough starter, how to make all these different recipes with bread. And she's a huge hit. She makes great money. If you go on YouTube and you Google how to make sourdough bread, especially after COVID, you will find (laughs) thousands of hits for the sourdough bread recipes. But why do they spend money with Sarah? Because one, she's relatable. She's a busy mom. She's just like them. She gets it. She brings a lot of fun and interest to her topic. And she has a proven roadmap. You don't have to hunt and peck all over the web, hoping that what you're reading is going to work. She actually has a proven roadmap and she lays it out for you. People pay for that roadmap. So Mm -hmm. there's enough room for you. And there's absolutely space for you to do it on on the way that you do it. I love that. And something you spoke to a little bit earlier, and I know this is going to hit my audience, you know, in the right place, is that we don't have to necessarily dance on TikTok or do all of the social media things. So, Right. So I want to flip it a little bit. Then when I first started working with you, Amy, I'm going to be honest, I didn't know what an email list was. Could you? And and that's been the game changer. That is the money shot right there. So can you tell my audience, what is an email list? So if you don't want to have to dance on TikTok to sell things, (laughs) pay close attention here. So an email list is when you put out, let's say, some great free content 
And in exchange for that content, people will give you their name and email so that they can get on your email newsletter or they could get that free piece of content. And I think everyone listening, when I explain it like that, they think, yeah, I signed up for a coupon code before or a cheat sheet or a checklist to do whatever X, Y, Z. And so that's how you grow an email list. Now, here's why an email list is so important. The quality of your business that you're building, so the quality, the energy, the revenue, the community you build, the quality of your business is directly tied to your email list because your email list is what is it going to allow you to generate that kind of engagement and revenue. So if you post something on social media and say, hey, I've got this new product, come check it out. Well, it might, a few eyeballs might see it due to that pesky algorithm. But if yeah. you email a list, it's four times more likely to be engaged with and people take action with. People pay more attention to what's in their inbox than they will with what's on Instagram or TikTok. So in order to build a thriving business and to have an asset that can guarantee you will make money, you grow your email list. And it's as simple as putting out something really quality, but simple and saying in exchange for your name and email, I'll send you this, whatever it might be. And I see Scouty has made his appearance. Yes. I love that. All the time. <laughs> he likes to come and say hello. I love it. Absolutely. So Amy, what are some of the biggest mistakes or the most common mistakes you see people make when they're looking to create or build their email list? And how can we avoid that? So one of the biggest mistakes is to think that you have to build something huge for free in order for people to sign up. So when I say that, it's we're not creating 50-page newsletter ebooks. You're not creating 50-page ebooks. You're not creating a free digital course that has 20 modules. Nothing like that. We're going to keep it simple where we're going to do a quick cheat sheet or a checklist or a 10-minute video just to give people value. And so, and you want to leave them wanting more. So if you give too much away for free, then they think that they don't need to do business with you because you've got them covered. So we want to create some curiosity with that freebie as well. Another thing is waiting too long to get the whole thing set up. So when you're creating an email list, very, you, very simple things that you need. Number one, an email service provider. So I love ConvertKit. If you want to research some options, ConvertKit is a great one. But the reason you need an email service provider is a place to collect those names and emails and also send out your email broadcast. Now, the reason I bring this up is there are some great free options out there. You don't even need to spend any money to get started. ConvertKit has a free option as well. And so just making sure you've got the software, that's the software that you need, and it comes with some great additions to help you create the, I'm going to say funnel. I don't want that word to throw anyone off, but a funnel is just simply you post something on social, they click it, they go to a page to sign up for your freebie, and then you send them your freebie. That is a funnel. Very simple. But a, an email service provider will help you put together that simple funnel. So you've got to sign up for some kind of software to collect that name and email. And the third thing I'll say, a mistake I may see made, is that people aren't creating enough original content. So you don't need to dance on TikTok or do some silly things that you see people doing on social. But you do want to, on a regular basis, put out your own ideas. Mention, you know, how you feel about something or whatever it is you're specializing in or give value or tips or whatever it might be, whether it be on social or your blog or in a podcast, 
putting out original content attracts people to you. And that's when you then invite them into your email list. I love that. So we have some action steps and tactics already on where to start and what's most important because the 80-20 rule is definitely going to apply here. We won't be able to do everything. And I've been doing this for a couple of years and I'm still not doing everything. But if we could focus on, you know, one or two aspects of the business, I think the email list is probably the most important, really. Agreed. Okay, so Amy, let's talk about the elephant in the room, AI. So with yeah. artificial intelligence giving us all of the answers, <laughs> some of my audience wonder, well, why create a digital course at all? Who would want to buy my course when they can just ask chat GPT? So Amy, Love tell me. Question. Yeah. yeah, will AI kill digital courses? Okay, so <laughs> the short answer is there's no way it's going to. <laughs> But the little bit of a longer answer is this. I love AI. I use it in my business. We have five different departments from community to marketing to customer support, and we all use it in different ways in order to be more efficient and effective. So I love AI. However, AI is never going to replace a digital course learning, e-learning, and here's why. Number one, when you want to learn something, let's say you have a really pesky eater, a toddler in your family and you want to help this toddler become more healthy and eat more regularly and not have the tantrums and all of that, you want to learn from someone who's going to share their stories, their examples, their experiences, and their tips. Five tips to get your toddler to eat more is not going to cut it when you're really struggling with this situation. And so what a digital course does is it brings soul and emotion and personality to the learning experience. You will never get that in AI. And also with AI, you're going to get a lot of vanilla, watered-down responses that aren't rooted in experiences from real people. And so AI for the course creator is the ultimate assistant. And this is what I teach my students. We're going to use AI to help us create our course. It's going to give us more general answers and responses that we're going to build out and flesh out to make better. But at least we're never staring at a blank Google Doc again, which is a very big deal for course creators. But we're not going to use it to replace digital courses because the human touch will be absolutely void there. One of the things that I teach in terms of digital course creation is to add a community or a Voxer where people can call and leave questions or Slack or Zoom calls, a live aspect if you choose part of your course. You're never going to get that by just typing in some questions into AI. So it's a whole different experience. So knowing what AI can do and what it shouldn't do for you is a really big nuance to understand, but use it as your digital course creation assistant. I absolutely love that, Amy. And I use AI as well. And it has helped even with team. I remember when I was starting out, oh my goodness, just finding a little bit of help from a virtual assistant would have gone a long way. And so I leverage AI as my intern and virtual assistant for a few things to bounce ideas off of. But ultimately, the originality of my voice is going to be what, you know, stands out from the crowd. And I think it's unfortunate that some people are just going to probably plug and chug into AI and we'll know exactly where that robotic response or that robotic course came from. So for sure, that's going to be a differentiator for us. 
So Amy, when I was on the hunt to create my own digital course, your world-class reputation just immediately stood out to me. I didn't want to fiddle around, hunt and peck for information. I knew I wanted to learn from the best because I wanted results. I needed to make sure that this was for me before I ventured into that role being you know, on limited amount of time. So you guided me, you helped me to build a six-figure, then a seven-figure business, and I cannot begin to thank you. And so now I've heard recently that you have an exclusive bootcamp coming up, and it's only happening once this year. So I really want to let my listeners know how they might benefit from joining this unique opportunity. What can they expect to gain from this one-time event? Oh my goodness. I'm so glad you brought this up because once a year I offer this bootcamp. It's called Course Confident and it's going to help you make the initial decisions in terms of what kind of course you're going to create and validate that idea to make sure that we're going in the right direction. And then I teach the strategy. There's three different types of courses you can create and based on the type of course you create, that's how you price your course. So I'm going to help you choose the type of course you want to create. We're going to go through a few different examples and exercises. And then we're going to price your course. And then we're going to do something fun, which is course math, figuring out how much money could you potentially make with your digital course. So I'm going to walk everyone through that. And then we're going to get into AI. I'm going to give you specific prompts that you can use in chat GPT in order to fast track your digital course creation strategy. And so I'm so excited. We're getting to work. There's a lot of decisions you're going to make. I'm going to virtually hold your hand through the process. All my trainings are live, but they're also recorded. And I have a community team that's going to support for questions and make sure everyone feels taken care of. It's $47, the cheapest thing that I offer all year, 47 bucks in order to get multiple live trainings with me and start to figure out what kind of course might you create and what this would look like for you. Oh, I love that. And I'm going to be there because I am so excited about infusing more chat GPT into my process because it really helps speed along and removes the the blank screen. So I absolutely love that. Amy, thank you so much for all of the wisdom and expertise that you shared today. Any final words for the audience? You know, I have an audience that, that are seeking to explore new horizons. Any final words for them? It's never too late. It's never too late. No matter what you're doing, how long you've done it, how much prestige might come with that, If you are feeling on your heart that there's got to be something different or more for you and you have that desire to explore it, at least give yourself the grace to do so. Just explore it. What See what might happen. And you might just blow your own mind. I think that you're a great example of this, Rachel, of what you've been able to do by being courageous enough to step out of something that everyone else thought, what? Why would you ever leave that amazing job? Now, I think you're happier than you've ever been, and you're making some pretty dang good money too, (laughs) which is always a plus. So I love your example. I hope other people feel inspired by it. Oh, thank you so much, Amy. And so guys, if you want to join me for this bootcamp, just go to bootcamp.shorttermgems.com. That's bootcamp.shorttermgems.com. Amy, again, massive thank you to you. And I can't wait to see you inside of the bootcamp. (laughs) You too, my friend. Thanks again. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye for now.